Speaking of that, uh, last week when we were talking about Wes Craven's inspiration uh, behind the sweater, we were wrong about that. It wasn't the homeless guy that the, the, the homeless well, guy that scared did, him as a child. He did see that, but it was the hat that he got from him. So he wasn't wearing the green and red sweater. No, no, he got that from DC's Plastic Man. Wait, <laughs> what? Yeah, he was. Uh, his colors were red and red and green. He's like Mr. Fantastic from Marvel. Ki- kinda. I, I mean, Mr. Really Pla- Plastic acts, Man is is. He acts in, really silly, right? Insignificant character. I don't really know much about him, but yeah, I don't. I did. I just. I wanted to make that point. I pretty so, much just said everything I know about him. In yeah. The last twelve <laughs> seconds. That's that's how it goes when you're Plastic Man. People <laughs> that's forget how it you. Goes when you're Plastic Man. But wait, no. But <laughs> well, we're, we're not doing, doing Freddy this episode. We're we're doing Freddy Krueger again. No, what do you you don't know this week we're going to do Slimer. Today's episode, the topic is Slimer. No, the topic's Freddy. <laughs> no. What's the matter, Nathan? You getting tired of Freddy? I'm, I'm not tired. Freddy Krueger is pretty fucking cool, but I you don't do we the same to do topic twice. You don't do the same topic in a podcast twice in a row. You do uh, in my podcast wrong world. With your skin Craig. You see, unfortunately, you two twats don't get enough hits, so I have to keep on going so I can be remembered. I don't know if I like where this is going, Craig. <laughs> You're mine, you little long-haired no, pansy god, boy. No, 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 god! Oh my god! No! Oh fuck! Oh god! Holy shit! Nathan, Holy Nathan! Fuck! Oh, no, get away from me! Na- what? What's, what's going on with you? Jesus Whoa. Christ! What? What is going what's on with going you, man? What's going on with you? I. We're supposed to be doing a podcast. We're doing Slimer today. You're setting up, and then you just completely zonked out on me. Like, oh, my God. So, son, son, listen to me. Don't call me son, man. <laughs> look me, look you're, me, you're older than me. Look me in the eye, boy. Are you on drugs? Don't call me boy. That's racist. Are you on the pot? Was I, no, it was, I was, it was a dream. I was dreaming. Yeah. Jesus Christ, man. We're going to do this like podcast extra long tonight. We're going to stay up all night. I'm not going back uh, to bed. Oh, well, I I'm do have just... to get to bed eventually. Are you downing caffeine pills? Didn't you see that episode of Saved by the Bell? I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited. Jesus, man. Get I'm a hold so of yourself. scared. I don't, I don't care what's, what's gotten into you, but we're doing this podcast, so buck oh, yeah. the fuck up. Oh, yeah, we're doing this podcast. And get your shit together. Let's go. I'm ready. It's I'm Slimer ready time. Podcast. I was born ready. But hold on. How were you – if that was my dream, how were you recording my dream? The Elemist. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of ScarePoint. Da, 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 da. I think that was really uncalled for, Craig. I, I think we I have don't. a theme already in that. This is like a celebratory uh, chime. Maybe? No? no? Uh, Nathan, who are you going to call? Who am I going to call? Yeah. 
Is it? It's not. Well, my mom's birthday is in July. No, no. Is there something I'm forgetting? Was uh, I supposed to work today? No, you want to call Slimer, though. Or call Saul. (laughs) You call Slimer? (laughs) Not where I thought you were going with that. Okay, I was playing stupid. I did not think you were. You're going to call it Ghostbusters, man. And and at Ghostbusters HQ, Slimer Slimer will be there. Ghostbusters Central. What can I do for you? (laughs) Yeah, can I talk to Slimer? Janine? (laughs) (laughs) Is Slimer available, please? Yes, today's topic Slimer. But first, before we get into that, there is a war afoot, Nathan. It's a Facebook war. Oh, I don't, I don't do. There those has little, been. I don't do those little app games. Retaliation. I, I've already blocked requests. No, it's not from a game. You, it, it's it's real life, man. It, it's it's RL stuff. <laughs> it seems that fellow podcasters, blurry photos, uh, have decided to retaliate in the Facebook like war. Ah, this this like war that. Uh... Well, see, let's just let's just put it this way, Flora, you are right. I didn't start this. Stecco didn't. And apparently he didn't even realize it. But I take things seriously, sir. And I, however, don't. <laughs> it's, it's, it's whatever. I don't see any reason that we should be levying forces and, like, but don't, don't you using agree? ammunition and trying to kill each other over, like, something to do with Facebook. Is that what's going uh, on? Metaf- That's what I gather Nathan, what's happening? Nathan, metaphorical actually, war here. Oh. Are you kidding me? Well, I guess I can take a few of those locks off my door. Oh, my God, dude. Last week they started their October spectacular Blurry Photober. Uh, the first episode about black-eyed kids, a phenomenon that I That's hadn't heard of. racist? Not black guys' kids. <laughs> oh. Black-eyed kids. Oh, okay. Jesus, uh, Craig. So, so what? Are these kids with black eyes? Uh, abusive oh, dads? I'm not, we're not going to. Listen to the podcast. Go over there. It's, check uh, it out. It's creepy as shit. Well, One of their creepiest episodes up there with their electronic voice phenomenon episodes. Oh, really? Because that one's out, one guys. of my favorites. Oh, my God. So, Craig, you are a fan of the film SLC Punk, right? Yes, I am. Fantastic movie. Right. If anybody listening has not seen it, make sure you fucking check that movie out. Whether or not you're into punk rock, it's a movie. Oh, yeah, it's just a good movie all around. So good. It takes place in 1985. It's about some punk rockers that live in Salt Lake City, Utah. And that's all we're going to say. Yeah. It's I mean, you could, get the, you could get the picture from there. So What I'm about to say, I guess, could be considered a spoiler, but not really. But it could be. I guess it really depends on what you consider a spoiler. Apparently, a movie came out last year, 2012 called Fat Kid Rules the World. Have you ever heard of it? No, I have not. This movie was written and directed by Matthew Lillard. Okay. That's probably why I didn't hear of it. <laughs> His pet project. And Steve-O, the main character from SLC Punk, shows up in a cameo in this movie. That's pretty cool. An older Steve-O. You want to take a guess uh, what he's doing with his life? Uh, he he's point? probably like an insurance salesman. He's a guidance counselor. Wow. And you think about it, though, and it makes sense. He's, not, he's now going to shape the youth's mind to do and be free. Dude, it was nothing short of magical watching this scene. Like, me being, this is one of my all-time favorite movies. It's up there with Clerks, which is my favorite movie. And Clerks... That's, that, yeah, that's high for you, then. Throughout the years, I've got to read comic books, watch an animated series, see a sequel... 
you know what I mean? There's so many. I've got to right. see Dante and Randall so many times throughout yeah, the years. Yeah, you've gotten to see so much of them in, throughout other forms that wasn't Clerks. I have only seen Steve-O in my repeated viewings of SLC Punk, a movie that takes place in 1985, to suddenly, without warning, find out that there was a movie that he appears in and to watch this scene. That's It was, that's it was amazing watching this character. I was just like, oh, so it's just going to be Matthew Lillard acting like Matthew Lillard. And then, no, I see it and I'm like, oh, no, of course it's not because he's clearly playing Steve-O. It's fucking beautiful, man. <laughs> it's so awesome. Uh, wow. It's Matthew a, Lillard a, is beautiful. Apparently there's the – I didn't say he's beautiful, man. He creates beautiful things. I didn't say he's a beautiful man. <laughs> but, yeah, his, his name's – you see his name on the desk and near the end of the conversation – Does it just he, say Steve-O? No. No? No. Stephen Levy. Levy. Mr. It Levy. It says his name on the desk and at the end of the conversation – He's like, look, I understand. I used to be out of place. I used to be an out of place kid too. And he's like, my dad always said to me, I didn't sell out. I bought in. And I was like, whoa. The second he said that, straight goosebumps up my arms. Like, cause that his dad says that in SLC Punk, man. Yeah. I don't know, dude. That, it was it was awesome. I'm happy for you. That, I'm assuming you're not <laughs> as into SLC Punk. Uh, as I no, am. I I love. I mean, not to the point where I would get. That crazy over the scene. I, I wasn't I would getting think it was, crazy over. I would think it'd be on, cool. Man, I really I would definitely think it'd be cool. I'd, I'd appreciate that. Screw you. I appreciate that. Just not as much as you do, apparently. <laughs> people brew beer. You know that, right? Are you sure it's people that do it? I always thought it was animals or plants or minerals or no no but you, you're missing where i'm getting to uh, have you ever thought of someone like a person being uh their own internal brewery i no i mean i i never really actually made a point of thinking about that i guess okay let, <laughs> let me just tell you a little story here there's a 61 year old guy uh who stumbles into a texas er complaining that he's dizzy the nurses, of course, run a breathalyzer, and the man's BAC is 0.37, which is pretty high. Uh, the thing is, the guy said he hadn't t- touched a drop of alcohol. He'd get drunk out of nowhere. And, of course, people are like, well, he's a closet drinker. You know, that's simple. So they isolate him and monitor him and check his blood level and check his blood alcohol level uh, throughout the day. And it just rose on its own. What the fuck? Yeah. Uh, they figured out he's got an overabundance of brewer's yeast in his gut because he was a brewer himself. Uh, and he, I guess he's inhaled like all this yeast like in powder form and stuff. And so he's just got all this in his gut and it ferments and creates alcohol inside his stomach. What? How nuts is this? What? Ooh, I wonder, like, but think about it. Like, you don't even get to, you don't get to taste the alcohol. It just happens in your gut. And you just get drunk just from being alive. Yeah, he probably drinks. He's probably a drinker, so he's getting fucked up when he drinks. (laughs) He doesn't even need to drink no more. What is he going to do with all that free hand motion? What's he going to do with all that yeast? All that (laughs) yeast inside your gut. I'm going to get, 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 get drunk. (laughs) 
Kutcher levels. That's the end of Fairpoint, yes. Yes, that's stop. beyond Kutcher levels. When you reach my humps, the entire ep- – that secretroommultimedia.com is done. Done before Credibility it vanished. It's, okay. been a, it's been a good run, guys. I'm no, sorry, no, we, I got I'm sorry we didn't get to Slimer. So Nathan has been officially uh, declared that we have made alien contact. No way. Yup. You're – joking nothing awesome it's gonna be really disappointing though isn't it yeah kind of uh in west yorkshire city uh in wakefield where's that i believe it's england yes okay they made a balloon uh like a weather balloon type thing that would go up super high uh 27 kilometers into the stratosphere and when it came down microorganisms and debris on it that were alive we've already we've found Fossils. I guess finding a fossil isn't the same thing as finding an actual life form. This thing was alive. But we found the actual living life form? Uh, I believe it was dead when it came in. You just said, <laughs> you just said like three seconds ago, well, this thing was alive. It, it, there is a tiny organism. Like... I didn't ask how big it was. Well, I assume it's dead if they don't make mention that, oh, my God, it's alive, and now it's trying to eat us. It's alive! It's like just the blob. It just keeps growing. It's trying to eat them. Not everything that's alive tries to eat you. So, But they found an actual intact specimen, though. Yeah, we that's, have done it. That's so fucking cool. Well, that just opens up so many more possibilities. It really does. Things that could happen. Maybe, you know, all those hicks in the south were right about getting abducted. I don't know if I'd go that far. Or in the Adirondacks or something. They were abducted by microscopic life forms. <laughs> Have you heard that they're going to kill off one of the major characters of The Simpsons? What? What? what, what? Yeah, the new season started, um, I don't know, a week or two ago. Yeah, that's about right. Uh, I've seen it. It was good. It's actually pretty funny. Well, sometime this season... They're killing off a major character. What? You, you haven't heard this. I no. What? Why? What do they have? Why? To, what, what do they have to prove? Because it's a show. Is it want, a major character? What do they have to prove? Does Homer finally get what's coming to him? I, it better not be Homer. And that's how they end the series. Well, last last time they pulled it, they're not ending the series. The last time they pulled this, it was Maud Flanders. It was a little bit of a letdown. It was a great episode, but. The way they hyped it up. Like, it was going to be somebody big. I don't miss Maud. I don't realize, like, a lot. I forget a that she was. Yeah. She wasn't. And what they did with her death was awesome. It was a great episode. We got some great character out of Flanders. You know, when. And uh, it's great how the series has progressed. When the then. death of Bleeding Gums Murphy is more heartfelt than, than that. Yeah. Part of me is like, man, I don't want to see a character that I love die. At the same time, I'm like, if you're going to go ahead and say this, I better see a character that I love die. Like, right, you right. You know what I mean? Because like, if, if it's like Bumblebee Man, you're going to be like, fuck you. Yeah, dude. <laughs> like, I better be heartbroken. This yeah, better be some yeah. vegan shit. Like, Millhouse dies vegan or something. from The Walking Dead just shows up and beats <laughs> Millhouse to death with his fucking baseball bat. Well, I got to tell you, that has me kind of worried, but... Now I remember Maud was the last one to go, so it could be not a huge letdown. But Mr. Burns, maybe? I think, yeah, they could. That's honestly where my my compass is pointing. What if it was Maggie? That's just sick, man. How they wouldn't fuck do that. Would that be the one clue that they've dropped? 
is that the voice actor or actress of this character has won an Emmy. But has won an Emmy. Pretty much everyone on the cast of this yeah. has won an Emmy. So that narrows it down nothing. And even then, there's a lot of people that have won Emmys that do multiple characters. Mr. Burns is the easy answer. I feel like they could kill off Mr. Burns. They could do some dynamic things with it, have a dynamic episode, have a dynamic effect on the series, but still not have it, you know what I mean, affect it too much. You right. Know? Like, I feel like if we lost Apu, we'd be like, fuck, we'd never get to see Apu again. <laughs> you know, like, I don't want to lose Apu. I don't want to lose Comic Who Book Guy. Who Comic Book Guy does not classify as a major character, but I would be heartbroken if they killed him off. Uh, I would see it coming. He was one uh, hot pocket away from going out the door real quick. Uh, I think. What if it was a family member? Man? Yeah. Well, what if it was Milhouse? Seriously, I think no, if they did Milhouse, no, it'd be like a. It would be a really be a sad child. Bart episode. I don't think it's gonna be a child. Grandpa or Mr. Burns? I'm, I'm. I know I'm going towards old people. What if it was Mole Man? We're like, fuck you, Simpsons. No, no, Mole Man's already died like ten times throughout <laughs> the series. Okay. What's one more time? <laughs> it's been set on fire, ran over, uh, fallen down a cliff. I feel like Grandpa or Mr. Burns would both have a significant effect. Like, they could make Grandpa would have cool. a really heavy effect. But It'd they're be old, with Homer. so it would be like... But still, I mean, you know how much magic you could create with Homer, like, having this breakdown? Yeah, you know what? Because he I lost think... his dad, and, like, and then he starts having battles with I wasn't good enough to him. And, and then the Simpsons is like nominated for outstanding dramatic series <laughs> next year's Emmy. It's dramatic just like episode an ongoing in a series. Arc. No, it's it's like the the, oh, this, it, the whole show just it just like becomes a drama. In Springfield suddenly. Lisa starts selling meth. <laughs> it's Lisa, not Bart or anything. Yeah, she's Heisenberg. Yeah, I guess she's yeah. the smart one. Yeah. yeah, her and Bart. And Bart, yeah, Bart's they the Jesse. Yeah, totally, totally. Nathan, so I'm browsing through my game informer the latest one that came out and looking at the previews there was a game that just looked extremely odd to me you play as a mild-mannered octopus posing as a human male not just any male but a dad of a family yeah it's called octodad dadliest catch i don't need to ask uh, if this is a japanese game it's a ps4 game exclusive it could be though it sounds like a Japanese game. Yeah, and they're just going for humor, I guess, with it. But oh, it just really? sounds stupid. Really? So this isn't a survival horror game. No, no, it certainly is not. Uh, it's as clunky as one, though. Oh yeah. That and that's the the basis around all the controls is that like one of the missions is you have to go and pick a nice apple from the grocery store, and you got to try not to be outed by the other humans that you're not a human. <laughs> So there's just bad controls. And bad controls can fo- can force you to like fall into, say, a fruit stand and uh, you know draw a lot of attention to yourself. Oh, okay. Or you go to the aquarium with your family, and you got to make sure the biologists don't look at you. So it is a survival horror. It's it's Resident Evil Two <laughs> for for the octopi. Suck. That sounds just weird. Sounds stu- what was it called? Octodad, deadliest catch. Deadliest catch. Zing. I like the name. <laughs> Clever one, guys, over there.
Just the facts. Slimer is a gluttonous ghost appearing in the Ghostbusters movies and related media. Classified as a focused, non-terminal repeating phantasm or a class 5 full roaming vapor, Slimer was only a bit player in the movies but gained popularity in the late 80s and early 90s, mainly from his prominence in the real Ghostbusters cartoon. Yeah, he was pretty heavy in the show. He was pretty heavy in the movies, too. Ha ha ha. It was like just... Zing! Just, just like a Slimer, giant... Slimer, you're a fat fuck. Put down the fat fork. Fat shit. Slimer does not use forks. Okay, put down the plate that you're shoving into your mouth. I mean, he, he'll eat anything. Slimer's fucking awesome. I love Slimer. Yeah, me too. I mean, everything... Like, he's just a fun character. Even in the movies, like, the small parts he did play. I mean, I think that's why everybody liked him. You're a kid. You yeah, see it, and you're crazy, it's funny. He was supposed to be creepy and not cute and cool and friendly. Yeah. <laughs> and the character totally changed and evolved, but... Uh, I mean, he, he became so friendly, he had his own high C... I loved it. Acto Cooler is the shit. Oh, I love Acto Cooler. I wish you could still just buy it. I mean, I, I do can. have a homemade it recipe. Now? It's called like Orange Tsunami or something. I don't know, but. It's orange now. You mix probably about 70% or 65 to 70% of a cup with Orange High C, and then about 30 to 35% Mountain Blast Powerade, the blue kind. And you got yourself a little homemade ecto cooler. Tastes just like it, and it's even green. Well, apparently the Ghostbusters Chicago fan club or whatever <laughs> has a uh, <laughs> recipe for it too. Mine's better. <laughs> well, we'll let the, the the audience decide. We got Craig's recipe. Their recipe is one pack of orange Kool Aid, one pack of tangerine Kool Aid, three quarters a cup orange juice, no pulp. Three quarters of a cup tangerine juice, one can of mashed mandarin oranges, one third a scoop of country time lemonade, one and a half a cup sugar, and then green and blue food coloring for color. That doesn't even sound right. It just, to me, I'm like, well, there's more ingredients than Craig's. Mine's a lot so, easier to put together. Craig's is easier, too. but. but uh, this feel, also sounds like he's making I feel some more sort like of. A, a master chef. When I'm well, theirs. if you follow their recipe, you could probably make a tub of it, you know, and then put alcohol in it for Halloween parties this year. There you go. Craig, you're a fucking genius. You're welcome, Nathan. So Slimer, um, he was voiced by Ivan Reitman in the first film, you know, the writer and director of the movie. Yes. He was voiced by Frank Welker in the real Ghostbusters cartoon. Yeah. And um, in Extreme Ghostbusters. He was voiced by one of my favorites, uh, Billy West, who you yeah. may know as Fry from Futurama. And then some guy named Troy Baker in the 2009 video game. Yeah. He, yeah, he's a roaming vapor. So that's his classification. Uh, I assume that means there's at least what four other. He's a class five roaming vapor. Yeah, they, they say. There's at least four other classifications out there. Yes. Well, there's actually seven different classifications of ghosts. Seven! According to the Ghostbusters universe. We've got Class 1. Uh, these are undeveloped forms, insubstantial and difficult to see. Interaction with environment is limited and enigmatic, e.g. spectral lights, voices and sounds, ectoplasmic vapors, etc. Which is basically what you normally see, like people that say they see ghosts and stuff or experience paranormal things. That's what it is. Yeah. 
It's 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 simple. Yeah, like the door opened, or, or we heard footsteps, or you know what I mean. It's just right. random random little phenomena. Uh, class two are manifestations focused in this time and space. Class two ghosts and up can physically manipulate things in this world. These forms are vague, inconsistent, or incomplete. E.g., floating sheets, ghostly hands, animated lips, etc. Did you say floating sheets? I did. Like the boo ghosts? The generic ghost figure? Sure, yeah. Okay. Maybe some little chains here and there or something. Just Casper. That's not at all no? what a class that's, two ghost That's two formed? No, Casper would not be a class. Like, a, like, like if you just see a hand in the dark. Oh, Okay. Or you just see eyes. Like hands clapping. You wake up in the middle of the night and you just see a pair of eyes staring at you. Something like that. Which is scarier, I think. Like, there's just these eyes. Where's the rest of you? Uh, Class 3 ghosts are anonymous hauntings. Distinct human form and personality is evident, but former identity, i.e. as a living being, is not established. If established, a ghost is reassigned as Class 4. Which is, of course... Casper. Which is, of course, a ghost with an identity established, a distinct human form and personality with known identity, such as General Custer or Cleopatra or Hologram Tupac is a good example of a class. <laughs> no. He's making He's new things. A, hologram Tupac isn't even a hologram. It's just an old trick with smoke and mirrors that they've been doing for years. So, yeah, a class four ghost is... You know, the ghost of a historical figure or a person, you know who it is. Somebody that has identity and their form is that identity. A class 5 ghost, which is what Slimer is, is a mid-level specter that takes on a non-humanoid form. Like a blob, like a floating gluttonous blob. Sure, they could be former human ghosts that are just mutated and, you know, devolved in their, uh, like, experience of being a ghost. And a lot of times they wouldn't remember, like, aspects of their former selves, you know? Right. Or they could be, like, ghostly entities from a different plane of existence or dimension that came here. Or even just some type of ectoplasmic organism, I would imagine. Which would be the slimy stuff. Ectoplasm is, yeah, like, plasm is, like, blood yeah. for us. Like, ectoplasm is, like, the substance that ghosts are made out of to a certain extent. The, the substance that covered most of Bill Murray. Yes, Slimer is actually completely made of ectoplasm. Yep. Somehow now, it all stands to, stays together, though. There are two more classes. Well, he also of has ghosts. teeth. Are those ecto- ectoplasm? Yeah, I guess he's hundred percent pure ectoplasm. Hundred percent ectoplasm, two percent teeth. teeth. Is probably just more condensed. Maybe. Who knows? But the thing is, too, he still can go through physical objects. So. Right. Right. So it could just be a, a a manifestation of light. You know, like of the way. Light interacts with, and he does have uh, telekinetic powers. Yeah, yeah, yeah to yeah, a degree, like short range, to a degree. But there are two more classes of ghosts. A class six is an animal ghost or an animal-like ghost, and then a class seven are basically gods or demons. So, Zool or Gozer or Gozer. Uh, Slimer was originally referred to as the Onion Head Ghost or by, Spud. Like, the crew. Yeah, sometimes Spud. Uh, the onion head thing was because there was like a scene that was cut from the original movie where he was eating onions or whatever. No, he scared, I guess a couple with a horrible odor. Oh yeah. 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 
in early versions of the script and also in the novelization by Larry Milne, Slimer is described as yellow. Ah, I didn't green. know that. Yeah, he didn't. He was never called Slimer in any of the movies. Yep. I think there is, a, is there is a part where Ray in one of the movies said like, "This is where we keep our ghosts and ghouls and Slimers or something," but that was the closest. Th- right. Well, he was given the name the real Ghostbusters cartoon show. Yes. That's where he got the name Slimer from. So yeah, I've, uh, I know that in many interviews, Dana Aykroyd said that he was basically the ghost of Jim Belushi. I think that was more of a joke. But I think it was kind of an homage type thing. Right. Like, not right. a complete joke. Like, I think there probably was some Jim Belushi in there. But I don't think that he actually means that in-universe. That, it's like, actually the if dead. If Egon did, a, did research into Slimer, he would find out that he is the ghost of Jim Belushi. No, right. <laughs> I don't think so. That's, that's not happening. No. <laughs> Slimer starts carrying a samurai sword and shit. Oh, that, never mind. I want that. Never mind. So, Craig, you want to move into this biography? The biography fee? No, that's not how you pronounce it. Well, neither is the way you did. <laughs> fair enough. Fair, that's a fair point. Uh, so, sure, let's, let's, let's kick this up another notch. Fucking Slimer, man. Um, in his earliest form, he was a hunger demon. Ooh. Apparently. Like, I think Egon or something in either the, the cartoon or the, the comic based on the cartoon. Egon did some uh, past life regression, like hypnotherapy with Slimer. Yeah. Some some real. Oh, because he was used their pet, right? We'll get into that in a no, minute no, no, no. as we as we get to it in the biography. Again, not not how it's said. <laughs> so yeah, and, and apparently in that episode or issue, Slimer regressed to this hunger demon form and rampaged, and which was is kind of like to be reckoned with. How he was in the in the first movie? No, apparently he changed physical form and everything. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. At one point or another, he must this the hunger demon or whatever must have manifested in some way as a as a human, because at some point in one of Slimer's former lives, he was a Romanian king, King Remels. Remless. Remills, Remills. It's, well, it's it's it's, it's, it's Remless because it's Slimer or Remills. Yeah, you're right, Remills because it's Slimer backwards. Yes, that's why it's not Remless. That's Silmer backwards. Yeah, like uh, kind of like what Dracula did with Alucard. Yeah, he he totally he totally stole that idea from Slimer. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. But yeah, this King Remills was apparently this greedy, obese monarch who, I guess, ruled over Romania. And eventually died of heart failure. Oh, no way. I, I've heard that there was... <laughs> wait, wait. Spoiler alert, Nathan. God, this guy dies? Spoiler alert. I'm sorry on that. Yeah. <laughs> In case you were halfway through the biography of King Remels, the totally real king that totally <laughs> existed in Romania. He doesn't have to exist. His name was Remels. Remels. I've heard that just there seems was... like lazy writing to me. But either way, after death, Slimer forgot everything about his life except for, of course, his incredible hunger. The fact that he's a gluttonous, fat, fat, fatty. That's pretty wrong of us to really, like, judge Slimer because he's fat. No, you know what? It's not wrong of us because the reason you're fat, Slimer, is because you keep shoving your fucking fat mouth full of food. And plates and anything. You will eat anything. You ate Peter's keys, man. that's on you. That's on you. It's the, 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 the point that society has a false standard of beauty 
that encourages super, super, super thin, that's fucked up. And no, what society calls fat isn't fat. Slimer, you're fat. You're a fat fuck because <laughs> you eat too much because you keep shoving your face full of food nonstop. Uh, and I guess now the reason why he's among us, you know, in the world of the living, uh, he's basically this side effect of a cult ritual, the yeah. cult of Gozer, led by Mr. Ivo Shandor, also known as, also known as Lord of the Sabuya. Lord of the what? Sabuya. The what? Sabuya. 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 Yeah. Sabuya is that like early '90s slang? <laughs> no, it's it's S E B O U I L L A. What's that mean? I don't fucking know. Really? You don't. <laughs> Lord of the Sabuya, whatever Sabuya is, that's what he's called. It means onion. Uh, uh, potato, onion, whatever. <laughs> no, it's not potato, <laughs> potato, or potato, potato, or potato, tomato, or potato, onion. It's onion, onion, Sabuya. Onions, yeah, sabuya is a type of onion. No, it's the word for it means onions <laughs> it means, in like in Ukrainian or some shit. It's Ukrainian. It's Ukrainian. I think it's Ukrainian. I, I don't know. I'm my my Ukrainian's a little dodgy. Well, um, Slimer, of course. I guess he was uh, some type of side effect from that from their occult activities. Yeah, because whatever, he's a ghost. Fuck it. After that, he he routinely he haunted. The twelfth floor of the Sedgwick Hotel in and New York City. Why wouldn't you? You know, there's, uh, there's lots of food carts there. And the Sedgwick Hotel was founded in 1897 AD by Godfrey McAllister Sedgwick, a man who hated people and oxymoronically opened a hotel. Because he probably just wanted the people's money. I guess so. Came a classy hotel though, huh? Uh, the hotel is also haunted by bellhop ghosts, which. You know, creep people out and take care of the hotel. Well, at least they're doing something, right? Yeah, they actually still do their chores. It's pretty cool. Free labor, right? <laughs> hey oh, free labor. And, um, you know, provoked by the coming of Gozer, Slimer went on a gluttonous rampage through the hotel's buffet, and that's when he became the first capture by the Ghostbusters. Oh, oh, I was wondering when we were going to get those guys. Yeah, well, this is this podcast isn't about the Ghostbusters. It's about Slimer, so we're not really going to dwell on the Ghostbusters. Yeah, well, he escaped when the EPA dick, the dickless guy, uh, shut down the containment unit. Walter. Yeah, yeah. The the guy with, the man with no dick. It, that, that's all he needs to be known as. Uh, he shut it down and released all the ghosts back, and they never got him back. So uh, he returned to Sedgwick, I guess, and then he got lonely for the guys. He missed the guys, I guess. He just decided to go back to, you know, Ghostbuster headquarters. Yeah, he caused a big scene during a celebratory buffet the Ghostbusters were having. And Egon did end up keeping him perform, you know, so he could perform experiments and stuff on him and whatnot. Yeah. Apparently, though, after the Ghostbusters battle with Gozer, their original outfits. You know how in the cartoon they wore different colored outfits? Yes. Um, the real reason for that was because they couldn't license the actual images of the actors or the characters for the so film. So they had to differentiate them. Yeah, they had to change them and make them look different. But in-universe... Which is where we are now. They changed their outfits because their outfits were contaminated with residue from the evil deity. You know how... Well, yeah, they were covered in Stay Puffed. Yeah, and there, were, there was actual evil residue on them. 
they told Venkman to get rid of the suits, to throw them out and dispose of them, and he didn't. <laughs> uh, so Venkman being Venkman. You yeah. Know. He was like, yeah, fuck that shit. Over time, the residue mixed with the Ghostbusters' like mental imprints on the suits and sort of caused the birth of these evil spectral Ghostbusters. Yeah, these yeah. creatures <laughs> attacked the real Ghostbusters. See what I did there? Uh, I did. Loved and, it. <laughs> and Slimer helped distract the anti-Ghostbusters and, you know, helped the real yeah. Ghostbusters win. And that kind of earned him his trust and acceptance. As a pet. And that's when Ray named him Slimer. Which, yeah, he was more or less that was, like a pet. And that was actually a little more to peace, to peace, to piss off Peter, just to annoy him a little bit because he was slimed by Slimer. So because of this, though, a lot of ghosts kind of considered him a traitor and didn't, didn't oh, yeah, like he, Slimer. He was helping the enemy to them. Yeah, he had associations with humans and you know, the Ghostbusters at that. It's like if you, if you uh, are within a drug cartel and you end up being friends with cops, the drug cartel's not going to like you very much anymore. Unless you're supplying them with information about the cops, in which case they will like you a lot. No, it's actually going to be the other way around. Yeah, Slimer wasn't doing that, so... Despite his apparent evolution in, like, intelligence since associating himself with the Ghostbusters, he still can't escape the fact that he is a Class 5 full-roaming vapor that's also a focused, non-terminal, repeating phantasm. That's all. And sometimes just needs to get out. He's escaped from the Ghostbusters several times and been recaptured several right. times. Right, right. Uh, sometimes he returns to his haunt at the Sedgwick... Other times he's done things such as like haunt an apartment complex, or he helped Lewis Tully help the with Ghostbusters. With his taxes? Not with his no. taxes, no. <laughs> Lewis Tully needed no help with taxes. Yeah, I don't think he needs help with his no, taxes. No, no, Slimer needed help with his taxes. <laughs> Lewis Tully helped Slimer <laughs> with his What? Wait, Ghost already... pay taxes? <laughs> Why not? Thanks, Obama. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh,. At one point, he was manipulated and used by Michael Draverhaven as part of his Legion of Ghosts. Who, Obama? <laughs> no, not Obama's. Slimer. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. No, Slimer. Easy mistake, easy mistake. I'm sorry. <laughs> he was a man who could more or less talk to and control ghosts for his own purposes. Who, Obama? <laughs> no, no, Draverhaven. Which is a pretty cool name. It's what? pretty. That's a that's a pretty fucking metal name. Yeah, he's not. A, it seems like he would be a Norwegian metal lead singer. He should be. So would you say that Slimer actually uh, he developed more of a relationship with the Ghostbusters, even be being able to talk more yeah, understandably? He, he did learn learn to speak some words and and eventually thoughts entire thoughts. And yeah, sentences. more than just oh, Egon. Oh. Well, originally. Slimer didn't talk at all. But not only that, he also... Me, 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 me. Like, like any real pet or person, developed actual interpersonal relationships with the individual Ghostbusters. Yeah, he had relationships with them. Not in that way, not you relations. sickos. His interactions with Venkman were kind of adversarial because Venkman never warmed up to him. He never forgave him for that initial sliming. Right, well, I mean, if... That if violation. he smelled that bad, can you imagine what being covered in his ectoplasm would smell like? Oh, jeez. No, I never imagined it that way, but yeah, that would be pretty bad. God damn it. Uh, very, very, very friendly with Ray, though. 
Ray really treated Slimer well. Oh really yeah, they were really the first to be friends, and, really. And warmed up with him. Uh, Egon more or less just kind of had an intellectual and scientific interest in him. You know, yeah, for scientific purposes and with, research. With Doctor Spangler, of course, it's you know this. Hey, this guy's you know easy to to work on. Winston's relationship with Slimer was yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, whatever, man. So, 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 me and me and my ghost hunting crew, we uh, we we caught a ghost and we caught a ghost, and I was like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I wonder if anybody will get that. So then I'm so then I'm hanging with my ghost busting crew, and we're just we're just playing cards, and this ghost comes in, and he's like, hey, me and Slimer, and I'm like, yeah, whatever, yeah, whatever, man. <laughs> um, he had a Slimer had a cool relationship with Janine, I thought though. Because Janine was always up late handling her secretary shit. And Slimer's just floating around the office, yeah. just... So they, they, they chilled. Yeah, they got to... they got to. Would you think, like, she would, like, pet Slimer like a dog? No! <laughs> I don't think that at all. I think they'd chill. They'd they chill. Well, Slimer also has some friends. Like Stay Puffed? Sure. Yeah, they, they were, they were uh, good buddies. I don't get that, though. No one gets that. Uh, well... I mean, it was, I think it was just something they kind of threw in there for fan service. I, no, one, no one gets that Stay Puft is... In the what, containment unit? Like, uh, how is he there? Yeah, Wasn't it, he destroyed? And it's not Gozer. It's Stay Puft. Right, right. Which was just what Gozer created. Maybe it's like some Majin Buu shit. Like, maybe Gozer left the Stay Puft You just form lost behind. me. Maybe Gozer left the Stay Puft form behind. And it, and it was its own entity. Even though it blew up, like, they cleaned up the town and I see contained all this Egon would obviously want to research it he'd scoop it all up and maybe it reformed and uh, it was Gozer left the form behind but the form was still there also Chili Cooper which is the coolest name ever Chili um, she's an ice cream truck driver that likes to sing she has a friendly relationship with Slimer and she's memorized all his favorite ice cream flavors all of them all of them. Is that it? Uh, Luigi, who's an Italian chef. That no, actually... no, no. He's an Italian plumber that runs around with Mario. No, no, not that Luigi. Oh, okay. There's more than one Luigi. I was about to say, I know who Luigi is. You don't Luigi's have to... are a dime a dozen, sir. That is not true, sir. No offense to any Luigis. Never met a Luigi. Only one I know of is plumber. Thanks for listening. Like the Facebook page. We'll friend you. Oh, Luigi's Pizzeria. No, Fairpoint Podcast. Like Luigi's Pizzeria on Facebook. <laughs> Free plug to some random restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> That's in like 20 states at least in the U.S. Um, Luigi actually hired Slimer as a dishwasher. Yes. Hired Slimer. And let that one sink in. <laughs> uh, somebody hired a ghost to do a minimum wage restaurant Hired a ghost job. to do a man's job. <laughs> I am a man. Yeah, no, sir, you are a ghost. In all fairness, the second that Luigi's boss saw Slimer in action, he immediately fired Slimer and revoked Luigi's ability to hire. Oh, I wonder why. Slimer also has another friend, Bud, the pot-smoking, guitar-playing, station-wagon-driving, surfing, slacking bellboy that works at the Sedgwick Hotel. I don't know if he actually smokes pot, but I'm pretty sure Yeah, I was sure about to say, was he shown smoking pot and No, everything real else was legitimate, but... Uh, I don't think he actually surfed. They lived in New York City. He has a van down down by the Sedgwick? No, he has a station wagon. Station wagon. He also works at the Bijou Theater on the side. (laughs) 
Got to get that side money in. Um, He's Slimer, probably only there for the insurance, really. His name's Bud, too. Come on. Slimer and Bud also hung out with a Scottish terrier named Fred. Well, his actual name was Ferdinand, but only his owner, Miss Van Huego, a regular at the Sedgwick. Miss Van Huego? She's a regular at the Sedgwick, and, uh, yeah, apparently Slimer and Bud really get along well with their dog. Well, I mean, Slimer's kind of like a dog. He had, he had a lot of really – I guess animals can sense ghosts better than people. Right, right. Stoners probably can too. I don't know about people that work in Italian restaurants or ice cream trucks, but uh, he well, also – Well, I mean if he's a full roaming vapor, anybody can sense him. So. True. He also had a relationship with an alley cat named Manx. Not a relationship, mind Yeah, name. I was about to say. But, you know, there was, it was an adversarial thing, as well as a mohawked dog named Bruiser. These were his um, rivals. Yeah, they sort of had a rivalry going on. There you go, Slimer. Dogs and cats. That's that's who your main concerns are. Well, his arch enemy, though, was a man named Professor Norman Dweeb. I so thought you were going to say Negaduck. Why? Why do you think <laughs> I'm just going to say things that don't, like apply to this at all like a boy same can... thing with freddy you thought i was gonna say lieutenant dan no <laughs> what, what do you like pay attention i just Keep up. i feel like sometimes at least once we you and i are gonna be on the same wavelength about random shit well that's happened many times yeah so i'm i'm trying to you know push my luck finish each other's sentences yeah i know <laughs> you didn't do you, it though you, know, you finished your own sentence that doesn't count Anyone can finish their own sentence. It totes that's counts. No, that's, no ordinary, that's no extraordinary feat. Uh, Professor Norman Dweeb was a former operator of the Cedric Hotel turned scientist inventor who was obsessed with capturing Slimer. And he didn't really like the Ghostbusters either. Let the little spud go, man. What's your deal? <laughs> and of course, he, no even, he even had a vain pink poodle named Elizabeth just to strengthen the James Bond villain thing going. The, the poodle was very vain. Yeah, the poodle So was into vain. itself. Pamela Hickey and Dennis McCoy continuously tried to get a story across about Slimer being brought back to life as a human. Uh, basically, he was a you know just under five foot rink-a-dink man, wore an ill-fit suit, and he ate a lot. You know, but uh, they kind of it kept getting turned down and scrapped because I guess it's a no-no in kids' cartoon shows to bring up the presence of actual death of, yeah, a, of a person. That, that was one of the rules back then for the Ghostbusters cartoon was that you couldn't mentioned that a ghost was a deceased person yeah because you know kids don't it's a touchy subject to you don't want to introduce that to kids yeah. per se you don't i mean you don't want a kid's cartoon show to be their introduction to what death is but at the same time like you're showing ghosts ghosts kids already know ghosts are dead people no but it makes sense that they couldn't reference that it does suck that this story got scrapped that they couldn't just reach a point to be like slimer used to be a person kids could yeah. digest that i mean totally you don't have to reference the fact that he died. Just say, oh, this was your life. So Slimer also appears in Cartoon All-Stars to the Rescue. Did you ever watch this video growing up? Craig? Oh, I did. Uh, I This could be a whole podcast in itself, the Cartoon All-Stars PSA. I remember being a kid. The three videos I rented most were Monster Squad, Return to Oz, and Cartoon All-Stars to the Rescue. When I was a kid, we'd go to the local video store and rent those all the time. All the time? Really? I See, I really didn't like the Cartoon All-Stars thing. I was too young uh, to care whether it was good quality really? or not. Really? I mean, I, I enjoyed... 
I thought it was pretty cool to see all the characters there when I watched it on Saturday morning when it first aired, and I thought it was a you know it was a real big thing for that. Oh, that was you like the first. Yeah, I did. I didn't watch it on TV. I, I rented it. I saw the. I remember seeing the tape and being like, "Holy crap! All these characters together." Yeah, I rented it no more than five fat, times. Fat, fat, but... fat, fat. <laughs> no, that didn't happen. Nathan, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm not sure yet, Mom. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, well, this was, of course, an anti-drug cartoon where all sorts of fucking cartoon characters crossed over. And Slimer was, of course, the part of it. Which implies that the Ghostbusters takes place in the same universe <laughs> as Alf. Makes sense. Alvin and the Chipmunks. I see what you got in there. DuckTales. Now I'm falling behind. Garfield, Looney Tunes, the Muppets, Winnie the Pooh, so... the Smurfs, and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That is epically awesome, but just... Let me blow your mind here for a second. Garfield My mind's, it's and the blown. Ghostbusters are in the same universe. The same person as Peter Venkman and Garfield. Are we talking about Frank Welker or Bill Murray? Well, originally Frank Welker, but you're right on both counts. Pretty dope. Pretty fucking dope. It's almost as dope as our Facebook page, son. So many likes. Not enough likes. We have to We're keep trying growing. to win this war. Yeah. Facebook.com slash Fairpoint Podcast. We need your likes. We need your love. It's like a trite lyric. We need your love. It's we do. It. Also, we want set, comments. Set by so many pop stars before us. Oh, I don't want to lose your likes tonight. <laughs> I just want to use your legs tonight. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. Because we really are the king of wishful thinking. We're wishing that you would give us your likes and your love. And your comments. Um, your comments. I everything. said before. Your ratings, your reviews on iTunes. On iTunes. We want uh, you to also still check out the YouTube. Send us, retweet something I do. At Fairpoint Pod on Twitter. Uh that's, you know, I'm still at least posting for you. At least you could do is, is give me some love on there. Yeah, let's get some hashtag love on there. Get some hashtag fap and love. Yeah, we need we need some hashtag followers on our hashtag Twitter. Hashtag you dig. Hashtag also check out hashtag secret room multimedia hashtag dot com. Dot com. There's no actual hashtag in the URL. Yeah, but, don't confuse uh, them, Nathan. <laughs> it's, it's still under construction, but it's on its whistle. Which means way. Still, again, don't confuse them, Nathan. It's on its hashtag way. Okay, better. Drop us a line. Email us at fairpointpodcast at yahoo.com. We uh, check it for Hashtag re- free email. Yeah, hashtag free email. Hashtag we check it, so at least you should hashtag email us. Or send us a carrier pigeon. We love getting carrier pigeons. Honestly, Dude, it yeah, is, no, you dude, love getting no, no, carrier pigeons. The I'm the one that has to clean up after them. It's the highlight of my fucking day when I walk out on the porch and get a carrier pigeon. Yeah, dude, yeah. Even even when it's trolling. Dude, I mean, so far we've only got one, and, and it said first. So, <laughs> so uh... Troll-a-lo-lo-lo. 
Yeah, no, and then I get to go out on the porch and see there's a bunch of bird shit all over. I'm like, fuck, that's not going to stand. I don't even know where these pigeons went with their notes. Or was it this, <laughs> was it this one pigeon trolling all over our porch? Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I, uh, I had a great time. I had a wonderful, excellent time. I had a, you know, Boston time. And next time when we get the option, who are I you going to call? What, what can Nathan? we say, though? I mean, Boston makes me feel good, so. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. Not that kind of busting! (laughs) For motherfucking Scarepoint, I'm motherfucking Nathan Cabasser. And I'm motherfucking Craig... (laughs) I'm Craig Lewis. Entirely wholly unnecessary. Later. Thank you for listening. Watch out for gremlins. Watch out for goblins. Watch out for witches. Watch out for trolls. Watch out for ogres. Watch out for serial killers. Watch out for axe murderers. Watch out for kaiju. Watch out for werewolves. Watch out for vampires. Watch out for ghosts. Watch out for skeletons. Watch out for reanimated corpses. Watch out for living puppets. Watch out for gillmen. Watch out for mummies. Watch out for... Ghosts. I already I, you already ghosts? said ghosts. Yes, Fuck, you were I you lose. were on a tear right there. Oh, so that close. that should cover going. most of them. Uh, watch out for everything, son. You could die at any time. Watch out for octopies pretending for to be humans. <laughs> Thanks for listening.